Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and give my podcast five stars. Also, follow me on all of my social media platforms. The Gratitude Chick for both Instagram and Facebook, Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, for all of my reading babes, check out the new reading merch on the website, www.bwmmerch.com. everyone and welcome to another episode. So um, today we are going to continue our talk. Um, I've been posting on Wednesdays about the universal laws. I'm doing seven of them. So this is week number three and we are going to go through the third law which is um, it's, it's no... I'm not doing it in any particular order, just the ones that I'm picking out. I'll probably do um, the law of attraction last. So I'm kind of doing it um, by, I guess, the ones that we know, at least I know the least. So um, today's law is going to be the law of rhythm. So... So the law of rhythm states that everything has a natural cycle. The tides go in and back out. Night follows day and life regenerates itself. We all have good times and bad times, but nothing stays the same. Change is constant. Nothing that knowing that this too shall pass is great wisdom about life's ebbs and flow. So that is what kind of the breakdown of the law of rhythm. Learning this one law was one of those aha aha moments for me. It kind of all makes sense. Everything in existence has a rhythm. We live in a universe of order, patterns, cycles, seasons. Nothing occurs by coincidence. Everything happens with a person. And that is why that... um, that affirmation rings so true. Um, what is it? Um, I don't chase, I attract. What's meant for me will simply find me. That is why it rings, rings so true because nothing occurs by coincidence. Everything happens with purpose. Which means everything that's, that is here for me, that I want, that I, I deserve, that I desire, it's already here for me. The reason why I don't have it is because I don't believe it. And that goes for you guys too. If if it is possible for you to be a millionaire, that money is here. It is here for you. You don't have it because you don't believe that you are synonymous with being a millionaire. That is why you don't you are not a millionaire. People like Kanye West who who grew up and I'm just saying this because I just saw a documentary on him. <laughs> And he grew up in one of the worst parts of Chicago on 78th and South Shore. And I know it's one of the worst parts because I lived on 78th and South Shore for almost two years. It's a terrible neighborhood. (laughs) And he lived there. That is where he grew up. 
And he went from nothing to being a billionaire in his lifetime. And not just in his lifetime, in 40 years of his lifetime. And not even just 40 years of his lifetime. We're going to say 20 years. Because he really didn't start and come on the scene until um, maybe a little over 20 years. When he got with Jay-Z and them, right? So, as a result, he, he decided for himself what he wanted and he achieved much more than he thought of. Why? Because every time he achieved that one thing, he thought of something else. And that's the same with Oprah. Oprah went from, what, being fired? Being not even, you know, them wanting her to be on television because of her weight and because she was a black woman? To being the most revered television host in history. And it is because what she put in her mind she achieved what she believed she achieved she thought she could be this and she became it then she determined i want my own network so she thought she could achieve it and she she achieved it it became her there is an oprah winfrey network out here so with this it is is telling us straight up everything that you want is already here there is no coincidence Things happen on purpose. That is why there is a quote that says, nothing happens to you, it happens for you. And it's really just a shift in how you believe. It really is just a shift in how you believe. Think of the continuous flow from summer to winter, year in, year out, human life, even a woman's cycle. This law isn't limited to nature. The economy also goes through patterns having highs and lows. And we know that for ourselves, seeing, you know, even when we can go back from when I was in my early 20s, you know, back to 9-11. You know, prior to 9-11, we, uh, who, was, who was president? Clinton was president, right? Prior to 9-11. Um, his last year in office was 2000. You know, he left office in 2000. And was it 2000? No, I think it was 2001 he left office. Because I think Bush, that was his first year when 9-11 happened. But during the Clinton years, there was a land flowing with milk and honey, right? I mean, I was a, a child, but I know we... I mean, I wasn't a child. Like, I was a teenager or whatever. And during those years, like Clinton, that that whole entire presidency, that was my very first time voting in a general election. And so, um, I'm sorry, it was the general election with Al Gore and and Bush. So, it went from a, a land flowing with milk and honey under Clinton to a recession under Bush for eight years, right? And when Obama came in, he had to dig us out of that recession, right? And then when Trump came in, it was like a land flowing for a couple years until the pandemic, right? And now we're slowly building, getting ourselves out. So it is, like it says, highs and lows, ebbs and flows, right? The law of rhythm controls every single aspect of our lives, It controls our economy. It controls our health. It controls our relationships. It controls our spirituality and so much more. It controls everything. 
and you can see that from your health. Just, just in, you know, in small things, getting the cold and then feeling better, getting the flu and then getting better. It goes in and out. The flow and ri- the flows of rhythm, um, the rhythm of flow, or you know what I'm saying. Knowing this law allows you to honor the season you're in. Become unattached. The heartbreak will pass. A new love will begin. The challenging financial strain will pass and easier times will come. The winter will end and warmer weather will begin. Do the work necessary to continue to move forward and take comfort knowing this too shall pass. This is why we count our blessings daily. Right? Because of because of this law, we don't know, you know, when our ebbs and flows will start or when they will stop or when we will be riding high or when we'll be low in the dumpster. We don't know. But what is constant is gratitude. Every day we have the ability to get up And thank God, thank the universe for everything that you have in that day. You have the ability to do that. And no matter what is going on, you can always find something to be grateful for. No matter what. And and even as I say this, you know, my grandmother used to tell me this all the time. And all things give thanks because I was such a, you know... I was such a negative kid because, you know, I had a lot of things that happened to me at a very young age. You know, my mother died when I was eight. So my father, I hadn't seen, I have never seen him again since my mother's funeral. And I had a lot of things, you know, that in itself is is huge. Having your mother die at eight, you know, your mother who was your ride or die, who was your ace boon coon, as some of you would know what that means. <laughs> As my aunt told me recently, she she and I were thick as thieves, you know? And have that to be ripped away from you, literally ripped away from you. One morning you wake up, you had a mother. By the end of the day, you didn't have a mother. That's literally how, how it happened. So when my grandmother says to me, in all things give thanks, I used to say, what, what am I giving thanks for? You know, not having a mother? Like, how, how do you give thanks for that? Having a father who just, you know, abandoned me and left? What am I giving thanks for? And I, used to, I, was, so, I was so negative because my, my, my grandmother had um, 10 kids. And to look around and see everybody with their parents. And I didn't have a parent. And although my sister was with me, she didn't have a parent. My sister was amenable. She was young. She she was able to adapt more. When my mom died, she was a few days shy of her third birthday. So she was able to adapt better than I was in that um, one of my mom's sisters, you know, she was able to allow herself to be comforted by her. I was not. I don't know why I was not, but I was not. You know, I just was not one of those kids who even though I was eight I just I knew I had a mother and I knew none of these people were it that is that's just the stance that I had so I I didn't I was never comforted by my family and I never allowed myself to be comforted by them I it's just I don't know 
why that was. But it is what it is. And so my grandmother used to tell me that all the time. And it took me many years, many years to not only understand what she was trying to say to me, but recently, within the past three years, that has actually become my mantra. And I believe what she was trying to tell me is that no matter what happens to you in life or what happens in your life, I should say, you can always find a reason to say, thank you, Lord. Always. So in the tragedy of my mother dying, I can look back now and say, thank you, Lord, that her family took me and my sister in because they could have given me, given us to my father. You know, they could have done that. And that would have been a horrible decision. So there's always something no matter what is going on, for you to to look at the situation and find a way to be grateful. And when I say so many things happened to me, so many things, and I I may even go back into those situations to kind of rewrite them in my mind just so that I can pick them out and say thank you. Because there is something in those situations for me to say thank you for. If I can pick out something in the death of my mother to be grateful about, then there's nothing else in this world that I can't pick out. And no matter what has happened to me, I can't go in that situation and redefine it and see the gratitude. There's nothing. So I say all of that to to remind you guys that through the ebbs and flows of your life, the ups and downs, the one constant thing should always be gratitude. Gratitude is a prayer and it is praise. It is a feeling state. So you get all three of those when you decide to be grateful. So I am going to to leave you guys with that. Actually, I have one um, little part to say. It says how to apply it. When you are on a downswing, know that things will get better. Think of the good times that are coming. Boom. Boom. I mean, literally, I didn't even have to read that. So when you're on a downswing, instead of wallowing in whatever is the reason that you're down, if you're unemployed right now, instead of wallowing in the fact that for whatever reason you can't find a job, be grateful for today. Be grateful for everything in this day. Be grateful for life. Be grateful for health. Be grateful for a roof over your head or whatever it is in your day. Stop and be grateful. Because gratitude, out of every, any manifestation hack or method that you may have learned in this life, gratitude is the one thing that is all-encompassing. It is. Because the more that you are grateful, the more you will receive to be grateful. That is just, that's just how it works. That is not only the law of attraction at work, but that is the law of assumption at work. Because when you are grateful, you are assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And the wish fulfilled in that moment when you are grateful is gratitude. So that's number one. And then when you are also being grateful, you are sending out a message saying, I am grateful for all of these things. Send me more to be grateful for. 
And just like that, your your prayer is heard and you are receiving more to be grateful for. So if you are looking for a way to manifest your dreams and create a new life, start with gratitude. Start with gratitude. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I appreciate it. It is a, it's a little bit of a short episode. Um, and these will be because it's only so much information that I can tell you. Um, if you want to know more about this law, definitely go and research it for yourself. But um, I hope I've done a little bit in explaining it to you and relating it to my favorite way to manifest, which is gratitude. They don't call me the gratitude chick for nothing. (laughs) Anyway, you guys have an awesome day. And as always, don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you guys add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more.